Hey everyone, podcasting has been an amazing ride for me, and never did I think I'd be involved with the Stephen King universe. This is a special episode of Creepy, because this episode was specifically created to be connected to the new Stephen King adaptation Boogeyman from 20th Century Studios in theaters June 2nd. Based on the short story from Stephen King and starring Sophie Thatcher, Chris Messina, Vivian Blair, and David Desmalchin. Every culture has some version of the boogeyman, and if you're anything like me, I still sleep with my feet under the covers. Just in case. Sit back and enjoy our original story, and don't miss out on seeing 20th Century Studios' Boogeyman in theaters June 2nd. Tickets are on sale. Now. Creepy Presents. Boogie of a Man. Hey guys, it's your boy Matt. I know it's been a while since the last time I posted, but I've been having some issues with my camera equipment. As you can all hear, no issues with the audio, so I figured I'd post something so y'all didn't forget about your favorite fatherhood advice channel. So, everyone's been asking me, Matt, what's your work-life balance? Obviously, I'm really busy keeping the channel running, but in my day job, I'm also a regional manager. Then I head home to be a husband and father of three amazing sons. Here's what I tell people. You have to want it. There was a young man who wanted to make a lot of money, and so he tracked down the richest man he knew. And he told the man, I want to be where you are in life. I want your success. And the rich man said, If you want what I have, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach. So the young man got there at 4 a.m., ready to go dressed in his best suit, ready to show the world what he deserved. The older man grabs his hand and asks, how bad do you want to be successful? And the man replied, real bad. So the rich man said, walk out into the water. So he walks out into the water. But he was filled with doubts. His suit was wet, and there was this rich man standing all dry on the shore telling him to go deeper. And every time the young man stopped, the old man yelled, I thought you wanted to be successful. So the young man would go a little further out until his head was almost underwater. Finally, the old man waded out to where he was in the water and grabbed the young man's head, forcing it under the water. The young man panicked and fought, but he couldn't get his head above the water. Then, just before he passed out, the older man pulled his head up. The young man coughed and wheezed for breath. He was scared and angry, but before he could say anything, the old man just looked at him and said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you will be successful. I firmly believe that is true of all things in life. Be at work, being a husband, being a father. All at the same time. You have to want it more than anything else. More than breathing. I want it that bad. Do you? Alright, hopefully that helped you all move one step closer to being the person you dream of being. Until next time, when hopefully I get my camera working again. Remember, never be ashamed of being a strong man. Hey guys, it's your boy Matt. Okay, first off, to all the haters out there who said I stole that analogy from the hip-hop preacher, I never said that I came up with the quote. I was just using it as an example. I'm sorry if you didn't get that.
But you try juggling your time between being a regional manager, a husband, and a father of three great sons. Then go home and create content that is totally 100% original or with perfect attribution. (sighs) Anyway, sorry if it seems like I'm coming in a little hot this episode. Normally I try to do better balancing my emotions. First and foremost, it's important to create an atmosphere of calm for my wife so she doesn't feel overwhelmed emotionally. But also set the stage for my boys so they can have a good example of manhood. There's so much argument these days about what makes a real man. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are plenty of real men out there. I was raised by a real man, and he passed on his values of strength, courage, and responsibility to me. All the rest is just fluff. Men are trying to be too many versions of themselves at the same time, and in the process they lose that part of themselves that truly sets us apart, our strength. And I don't just mean upper body strength, but also our emotional strength to be able to handle the challenges in life. Here's a personal example I've been dealing with for the last few days with my youngest who, for the purposes of this channel and good boundaries, I refer to only as Gamma or G. So, days ago, G comes into my room in the middle of the night and says he can't sleep. I was more confused than anything else since G's always been our good little sleeper. I ask him what's wrong, and he says there's a monster in the closet. Now, if you're a dad out there, maybe this has happened to you. My first thought was, holy crap, I'm living in a cliche. My kid actually thinks there's a monster in the closet. I don't even know how kids get that sort of thing in their heads. I don't remember his brothers ever saying anything like that. We don't watch any of that scary movie trash in this house. Maybe it was another kid at school. Meanwhile, my wife is snoring away. Not that it matters, because I knew I needed to take care of this. My boy needed an example of bravery and pragmatism. There's no such thing as monsters. So I marched him right back into his room, went right up to his closet without hesitating, and, as he hid behind my leg, opened the closet to show there was nothing there. And, of course, there was nothing there. So I tucked him back in and explained there's no such thing as monsters, and when you are brave and strong and confident... You stop making up imaginary answers for non-problems. He stayed in bed the rest of the night, but did the same thing the last two nights. Honestly, I'm not a morning person, and being woken up in the middle of the night isn't my favorite thing. But I kept my calm. He needed to see that losing your temper and getting all emotional doesn't solve anything. But at the same time, he needs to stop acting like such a baby and start acting like a big kid. Kids these days are way too coddled by parents who are more concerned with their kids' feelings than the long-term impact that sort of soft touch is having on them. How are kids supposed to be ready to deal with the real world if they never face challenges at home? If they get a boss who doesn't put up with excuses, what are they going to do? Cry about it? Not my boys. No chance in heck of that happening, I'll tell you that much. Okay. I'm going to get back to trying to figure out how I can get my video working again and stop what's evidently just a podcast at this point. Until next time, never be ashamed of being a strong man. No, there's nothing wrong with your screen. Still having technical issues over here for reasons unknown. I tried getting a new webcam. 
try bringing my stuff into a big box store who doesn't sponsor the show so they don't get a shout out. Nothing. Well, that's not entirely true. For all I know, this stuff would have worked if I hadn't opened up the box to find the equipment broken or the cables looking like they went through a garbage disposal. I'm not sure if the boys have been messing with my settings or not, but something's going on and it isn't user error. Between you and me, there's something just not right happening in the world. I'm not pointing any fingers, just a for instance. There was a time when a man could be a man, for better or worse. I'm not going to pretend like there was some magical time when men were at their best. But there was a time when a man could... uh, How do I put this so people don't lose it in the comment section? There was a time when a man could reiterate his position in the hierarchy if it was forgotten. Let's just leave it at that. This is not an endorsement for physical violence. I'm just saying that there was a time when people weren't so quick to talk down to a man because they might get put in their place regardless of who that person was. It was the idea of repercussions that made people think twice. Now? Now there's no effing repercussions for anyone except... (sighs) You, You know what? You all get the point. This isn't the time or place for any of this. Anyone tuning in or subscribing to my channel is here to hear about parenting and being a father. And while I wholeheartedly believe that this is tied into that as far as a man's identity is concerned... Let's just leave it be. Alright, so last time I was on here, I was talking about the monster in the closet business my youngest, G, was going through. And as much as I'd like to tell you that there has been some progress or resolution, it kind of seems like it's getting worse. After almost a week of me getting up with him in the middle of the night, every time he says he's scared or there's a monster... And doing all I can to remind him there's no such thing as monsters and we live in a safe neighborhood without any danger elements around, it still just isn't sinking in. So I've had enough. Clearly, me trying to give the boy the mature respect I'm trying to give him isn't working. So I raise my voice. I swear, sometimes kids only learn a lesson if they feel a little bit of fear. It's a powerful motivator. It makes you realize that there are repercussions for your actions. The more you coddle kids, the more they think they can get away with anything until life hits them in the face. Then you have to deal with some teenager who doesn't get that life isn't fair. And what happens when I'm in the middle of trying to set the boy straight? My wife, who's been more than happy to sleep every night and let me take care of it, suddenly decides that now is the time to get up and try and correct me on how I'm supposed to raise my son? Listen. I'm not one of these guys who can't be criticized by a woman, especially my wife. But in front of the boy, she tells me that I'm being too hard on him? Does she even understand how much that undermines me and makes me look weak in front of my son? My own son? On what planet does a person not understand how goddamn ignorant and stupid that is? You're going to be happy to get a full night's sleep and let the man take care of whatever might come up until that one moment you think he's doing something wrong so you can swoop in and what? That's right. Coddle the boy. Tell him it's okay. Then spin some tall tale about some stupid cartoon he's too old to be watching anyway. Oh, and the kicker? Next night, he's right next to my bed, complaining about the freaking monster under his bed. Good job. Way to be a mom. Freaking waste. What? 
Do I need to start a channel to explain to women how to be mothers next? All right, that's enough. I'm just making myself mad. I'm going to go play nine holes and calm down a bit. Never be ashamed of being a strong man. I, uh, I suppose I should start by addressing my last video. It takes strength to be humble, and it takes a humble man to admit when he was wrong. The last video I posted was... It was inappropriate. I'm not making excuses, but I was tired. I was worn out from work and not getting much sleep. I regret both the things I said and how I said them. Enough so that I've decided not to delete my old video. Yes, I could have deleted it and pretended that it never happened. Of course, we all know that nothing is ever really deleted on the internet, and I imagine the comment section wouldn't and won't let me forget it. I'm not perfect. I never claim to be. I'm a man and a human being. We make mistakes. Sometimes, emotions get the better of all of us. Still, there's no excuse for the things I may or may not have said or what people might have thought I was implying. Anyway, as you can see, still no video. I think I need to take additional steps that I didn't think was going to be the case. I suppose I should take a few steps back again and explain. The day after my last video, my wife was out of town visiting her sister. Like every night, G walked into my room in the middle of the night, but something was different. He had three long scratches on his arm, kind of like a cat. Looked kind of like they could have been caused by a cat. But as you know, we don't have animals in this house. And the marks didn't match up with something any of my boys could do. So I started thinking maybe somehow an animal snuck into the house, like a possum or something. It would have explained the noises he was hearing and the marks on his arm. But I couldn't find anything. No tracks, no scat, not even the smell of an animal. I did my due diligence and called out to the exterminator. We do that whole seasonal ant and bug spraying thing, so I was able to get them out this afternoon. They couldn't find anything either. They did a search around the sides of the house to see if they could find some kind of entry point, but nothing. They put down some traps just to be safe. They said they're non-lethal, but honestly, I really don't care about that. And if you're some wild animal lover or PETA supporter who's just appalled right now, I'd say two things. One, go ahead and unsubscribe from this channel because you probably care more about animals than your own family. And two, if some animal is responsible for hurting my child, the last thing I'm worried about is gently releasing it into the wild so it can do the same thing again to someone else. Something is going on in this house, and I don't know what it is. It's more than the boys just having a bad night's sleep, bad dreams, or growing pains, or whatever you want to call it. Either there's an animal that's rustling around in the walls that even professional exterminators couldn't find, or it's something worse. If it was just one thing or another around here, I might have let things slide, but it's too much. At this point, I'm fairly certain that all my electronic equipment is being sabotaged. My webcam doesn't work. 
I was going to try just recording a short on my cell phone, but the cord of my ring line looks like it's been cut or gnawed through. Believe me, I don't want to think this either. But if there's even the smallest chance that something or someone is getting into my house in the middle of the night, I need to do something about it. It's my responsibility to keep my family safe. And I'll do whatever it takes. Never be ashamed of being a strong man. It's been uh, about a week, I think. So I have some things to update. Well, G didn't come into my room last night to wake me up. Of course, um, he's not here. His mom took him and his brothers to her parents for a little while. Okay, so I went out and got a gun. No reason to beat around the bush. I did one of those concealed carry classes back when it looked like things were really going to turn and I might need to start thinking about how to protect the neighborhood. I never got a gun because my wife decided to Google all the gun statistics and basically put her foot down saying we didn't need it. There was no reason for having the gun in the house. Well, to that I'd say that my son being attacked in the middle of the night is a pretty damn good reason. It's not like I went out and got some freaking cannon or shotgun or something. I got a Glock 44. It's a 22 for the love of God. It wasn't even really for the idea of someone sneaking into our house as much as having to kill some kind of animal. If it was some coon or squirrel or something, I'm not going to touch it until after it's dead and it can't bite me, I'll tell you that much. And I'm not stupid. It was high on the shelf, aware from where the boys would even think to look, let alone be able to reach. I didn't even keep it loaded. Still, it's like she had some kind of damn radar for it. I swear, I've never even seen her in that part of the closet. Yet the moment she gets home from her sister, she goes upstairs to put clothes away and immediately finds it. It was the first time we had a fight when the boys were home. And awake. She called it, uh... What'd she call it? I, uh... Betrayal. Yeah, that's it. A betrayal. <laughs> you freaking kidding me. Me exercising my constitutional rights as a tax-paying citizen is a betrayal? That's where we're at. I get that she might be upset that I hadn't mentioned before buying it, but I also make the money in this family, and I don't need to ask permission for how I'm going to spend the money I earn. Not to mention that the only reason I bought the damn thing was because of whatever's going on in the house that she seems to have no interest in trying to fix, just sit back and nag about. Fine. Fine? It's fine. I'll take care of it myself. I'll fix all this. I'll find the damn possum or whatever, and she'll come home and go back to being passive-aggressive instead of acknowledging I was right. You know it's true. You want to know what your future wife will be like down the line? Look at her mom. I can only imagine the sorts of crap she's filling her head with right now while I'm left home alone to take care of everything. You'd think there'd be a little gratitude. But that's not how it works anymore, is it? White males don't get shit anymore. Some woman or immigrant does something completely routine and they get applauded and congratulated. But what do we get? 
nothing. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? That's okay. Because I'm going to fix it. And they'll know I was the one to fix it. I'm almost certain it's an animal now. I heard some sort of skittering noise last night. I went through the entire house, cleared every room, shut all the doors, locked the windows. Basically made it so there wouldn't be any mistaking whatever sounds were happening. Except this morning. This morning G's closet door was open. I know I closed it. I know I closed it. I, uh, I don't know. Well, whatever it is, I'm taking tomorrow off work, buying a pallet of energy drinks, and staying awake until I find whatever's been messing with my family. This has escalated so far beyond some annoying animal. Now it's actually messing with my home life. I can't forgive that. And I won't. And if it really is a person messing with me, then God help them. Never mistake kindness for weakness. And this all has me seeing red. I'll show them exactly what I'm willing to do to protect my family as a man. Never be ashamed to be a, a strong... Daddy? Are you there? G? G, is that you? Krista? Are you guys home? I... I I haven't gotten much sleep over the last few days. I haven't, um... I haven't been back to work. I, I tried... I tried calling my wife a couple days ago, but she didn't answer. And then my phone died. I tried charging it overnight, but in the morning it was still dead. It took me a minute to realize the cord had been cut. I checked the junk drawer, and all the spare cords were in pieces. Like something had torn them in half and left them there. Why leave them there? That voice from the last video. Gee, no one was there. I went to see them, but the house was empty. All the doors were locked. I thought I was going crazy, but I listened back to the video and I heard his voice. It was his voice. I don't care what any of you say in the comments, I know my son's voice. But no one was there. I'm being mocked and I don't know why. I went out and got some food and a couple of spare cords, but nothing worked. Like every time I closed my eyes at night, something else would happen. It's all I can think about. I can't go back to work until, until I figure out whatever's going on here. It's not an animal. It can't be an animal. Whatever this is, it's on purpose. But I can't find anything. Well, that's not true. I found something. Some kind of like black mold or something in G's room in the closet. Kind of looks like vines or... I don't even know how to describe it. I don't have a phone to take a picture and my webcam doesn't work so I can't show you. 
a little worried it'd be some kind of black mold and maybe it's been affecting me, affecting us. I hear noises all night. Sometimes they sound like they're outside. Sometimes it sounds like they're in the walls. Sometimes, sometimes it sounds like they're right behind me. But there's no one here. I'm alone. Just me. And you all, I guess. I don't think I've ever spent this much time alone with no one to talk to. I wanted to call a couple of my buddies, but what am I going to say? Hey guys, would you all mind coming over so I don't feel lonely? God, just saying those words makes me feel weak. Weaker. Weaker than I already feel right now. I miss my family, but they haven't called. I mean, I guess maybe they could have tried calling, but my phone would have gone straight to voicemail. Shouldn't they have gotten worried and tried coming back to at least check on me? God, what am I even saying? It's a lack of sleep. That's all it is. <laughs> Something's got to change, right? This can't go on forever. Talk to y'all later. Oh, yeah, uh, never be afraid, um, afraid to be a, uh, a man. Is anyone there? That, that mold I, I told you all about, it's not mold. I, I don't know what it is, but there's more of it. So much of it. It's covering the walls and the doors. It's keeping me here. If I even get close to the door, I see the shadows. I see movement out of the corner of my eye. Whatever it is, it's not an animal. But it's not a person either. Ignore it. That's not my son. It keeps doing that from different parts of the house. Sweetheart? Where? No, you aren't. No, you aren't! I, I don't know how to describe it. But I think it understands. It hates me. It doesn't want me. It never wanted me. It wanted G. Maybe all my boys. But it started with G. It gets mad when I get mad. I think it just wants me to be afraid. <sighs> While I'm fucking afraid. I think it's mad at me for the boys being gone. It wants them back. It doesn't want me, but it knows. It knows I'm their dad. 
And at some point, they'll come back. Daddy? I'll never leave you. I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought... I thought I knew. I, I thought I'd... I, I'd be the one running toward the fire. But this isn't a fire. And I don't know what to do. I just want this to be over. I want to... I want to go back to work. I, I want to... I want to see the sun. I want to go back to before any of this started. I want to leave so bad. I think... I think if I can... Just wait long enough. Survive long enough. My wife will bring the boys home. And maybe it'll let me go. Sweetheart? I'll never leave you. That's the one thing I can't figure out. Is why it cut all my lines of communication outside of these posts. Does it want you to be scared too? Does it want you to know that it's there? In the shadows, with you? Daddy? You'll never leave me. Oh God. Never. Does it realize? Oh Jesus. Does it realize that without the phones, I can't call them to come home. So if they come home, it's their own choice. And if that's the case, it doesn't actually need me to be. Oh. No, no, please. Daddy, you'll never leave me. Never. No! No! Thanks for listening. Remember, you can get your tickets now for 20th Century Studios' The Boogeyman in theaters June 2nd. And keep an eye on other shows on the Bloody FM network, Scary to Sleep, Mayfair Watcher Society, and The Losers Club for even more Boogeyman goodies.